Chad and Zay. Nice beat. Hour number three on a Monday. Hope you're having a good week. Late night baseball watching. If you're a Longhorn fan, A&M will play Stanford at 8 o'clock. It is the elimination game since Stanford beat the Aggies last night. Winner plays Texas in the Super Regionals. Chad and Zay with you. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. Picks out a beat for us to start every third hour. What do you got, Zay? Danny Brown. Really, though? (laughs) Instrumental featuring... Kendrick Lamar, Earl Sweatshirt, and Absol. Okay. Danny Brown. Danny Brown being the producer? Or no, Dan- Danny Brown's the rapper. Danny Brown's the rapper. Okay. He might produce. I don't know. Okay. He's a trippy guy. Talk about drugs. Speaking of, uh, he's, he's been around a few? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's tried a few and three times that much? Yeah. He's yeah. calmed down, though. He's like Aaron Rodgers now. He's, he's chilled out, kind of mellowed out. He got a haircut for yes. New York? Yeah, definitely got a haircut. <laughs> yeah, he did. Did he? He actually did. Got did. a haircut on TV now because his hair used to be fried. That's how you can tell. Toa. That's how you know. Uh, speaking of rap, uh, Zay has chosen an album for me to listen to this week. Ludacris, and I said it wrong earlier, Zay, and our man Jeff Howe corrected uh, me. I gave it the Caucasian pronunciation. Ludacris' second album is Word of Mouth. Well, a mouth. With an F. That's right. They literally M-O-U-F. spell it M-O-U-F. M-O-U-F. Yeah. Word of mouth. All right. Well, check out Ludacris there. Uh, Zay thought that my love of Fast and Furious would uh, would have me interested in that. And I've never listened to an entire Ludacris album. This will be the first oh, one. Got to check it out. Uh, and then, Zay, we asked the people on the text line whether you should watch the amazingly bad movie Golden Child with Eddie Murphy or face-off with Travolta and Cage. Do you have a sense for which way you're going? Face-off. You're going face-off? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. The the people spoke, and they said face-off. It really does have some good Fast and Furious moments where you have to suspend the belief of what's happening. They both overact for pretty much the whole thing, and the director, I think his name is like, I want to say it's Jonathan Wu or something like that, and he loves slow motion more than just about any director I've ever watched. Everything is – he he loves to use slow motion to make it feel more intense than it oh, actually yeah. is. God, it's great. All right, so you get Travolta, you get, uh, you get Nicolas Cage, and there's some other good casting in there as well. I'll let you get to all that this week. So that'll be our movie and album swap this week on Thursday at about 2 o'clock is when we do that. Um, again, a lot of college baseball on the, the brain around here with Texas advancing to the Super Regional. By the way, middle of the ninth in that softball game, Oklahoma has taken the lead 4-2. to two. So Longhorn fans, you have to find the good news in this game. If Oklahoma lost, the string would have come to an end and then Stanford would have had to beat them again. This way, if Oklahoma wins, Zay, the Stanford softball team going home, might be good for the Director's Cup thing if you care about it. When did we just really start caring about this thing? I've never seen anybody wear a University of Texas President's Cup, Director's Cup winner shirt you ca- or title shirt. You cared about it when you started winning it from Stanford. They'd won the damn thing like 18 years in a row or whatever. 
I mean, they want it all the time. And we always get number two, right? I know that. I don't know if Texas was always two. Texas was always in the discussion. I remember top tens. I remember getting celebrated. I remember top fives getting celebrated. I remember, which CB, I know you're going to find this for me because I saw it on your page a long while ago. Uh I remember a Sports Illustrated article with Stanford versus University of Texas. And it had Chris Sims looking on the other side, on the Texas side, looking across against somebody on the Stanford side. TJ Ford, I think Kat Osterman was a part of that. I don't know who else was. But all three of them were on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and it was like Stanford versus Texas. Oh, there you go. Who's the bigger university when it comes to sports? Which, that was such an iconic cover. CB, find that for me. I know you'll do it. Good looking out. But, yeah, it's been going back since... 20-some years ago, probably earlier than that. Yeah, so if Stanford loses that game, maybe that's good for for Director's Cup stuff. And then people have mentioned that in terms of tonight's baseball game. To me, if I was a Texas fan going into tonight, I think it's really simple. It is really simple for me. It is a team in my region that I'm familiar with, that I play every single year, that had an okay finish to the season, but I don't think they're as good as Stanford. Yeah. I root for that group because they're about 100 miles from me. Even if the committee decided to give them the host, I get more fans over there anyway. But by every metric you could use, the the Longhorns feel like they have a slight advantage on all of that. Polls, RPIs, who won the matchup, uh, You know wh- how were you actually seated in the bracket? If I'm a Texas fan, I, I think it's simple tonight. You hope the Aggies pull this off so you can get this thing in your backyard or at the very least a bus trip. And you yeah. don't have to get on that plane and go back out to Cali. Yeah, I agree because just going from Florida to California, even though you obviously come back here to chill until those games happen, yeah. that's a big-time turnaround. I think it would be more beneficial for this ball club to stay around here, even if it's at Bluebell Park. So, yeah, I'm good with a and yeah. Just the thought of a beating you to get to Omaha – yeah, yeah, it makes you dry heave. No, I can understand that part. But, the, okay, I didn't ask you this earlier, Zay. As a Texas fan, and I know that you know Texas is much more of a historical program and everything in, in a lot of ways, and you got bigger goals. Don't you want to give it back to the Aggies for what they did you in Omaha? Hell yeah. That well, Doesn't that matter? Yeah. Like, they helped you go to and barbecue in Omaha. Don't, you you don't want to give give that back a little bit? Oh, definitely. See, that's the beauty of the rivalry thing, and that's why it needs to come back in every sport. Yes, you always have the possibility of losing to them, but it's so much sweeter when you beat them. Yep. That's what a rivalry is all about. Y'all get weirdly nervous every year when you play OU because it's those butterflies. It's that matchup, and you don't want to go up there and lose it. But, man, when you win it, and especially when you get to see it like you did last year, oh man, 49 to goose egg. That is big time stuff. That was so, one of the most basic funnel cakes I've ever had yet. One of the best funnel oh, cakes I've ever I had. Bet. Just because of 49 nuts. Bottom of the ninth. We'll see if Oklahoma can finish that out in softball later on. Florida State plays Tennessee. It's Florida State in the driver's seat there. Tennessee's going to have to beat them twice. Otherwise, it'll be Oklahoma and Florida State in the championship round, assuming Oklahoma is about to finish it off here. So we'll keep you up to date on all that stuff. But we need to get into a little basketball here, Zay. Um, you per you you piqued my interest a little bit earlier. I, I saw this little headline about Kyrie Irving. I saw a little tweet about Kyrie Irving. Didn't read the whole thing, and you told me what this is. 
Now I'm not sure if I should be interested or not. What? W- walk, me, walk me through what this is. Yeah, shout out to Shams. He reported today that Kyrie Irving has reached out to Lakers star LeBron James and attempts to see if James would come to Dallas. Irving is a free agent this offseason. Man. It really tells you how much Kyrie and, and Luca don't want to play defense <laughs> when I really get excited about the thought of like a 39-year-old man showing up to play defense. That fool don't play defense either. Oh, he plays more than they do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But LeBron, 39, oh. that defense, you'll see it in the playoffs. Oh, you won't see him ever get back on D right? because he's trying to conserve that energy. And, yeah, that defense that you're talking about, there will be three guys on the court not playing D. Ugh. LeBron at times will look better than Kyrie and Luka, but it won't be by much. Just kind of knowing that guys – might not go at LeBron just because he's LeBron James and there's a fear factor there. That might be your only advantage. But even now, guys are looking at Braun and saying, oh, this fool 39. Ain't no way he's checking me. And there's everybody knows LeBron doesn't play hard during the regular season. So you could go at him and score a good amount of points just because LeBron's trying to conserve that energy because he knows April, May, and June are the most important months of the year for him. So if you are Mark Cuban, do you try to make it happen? I mean, you you're better. This? You're better with him than without him. Mm-hmm. So, LeBron playing that much off ball, I think that would be good for his career at right. this point, going into year 21. But man, it will, he would really have to work on that outside jumper, like yep. catch and shoot. It's a good and, point. And his post game too. His his post game, he'll be in the post a lot more, but. Gosh, thinking about pick and rolls with Kyrie and LeBron, pick and rolls with Kyrie uh, with Luca and LeBron, and, LeBron, and yeah. then inverted with those guys yeah. like Luca picking for Braun. The mismatches would be stupid, but and so it would it, only be like one year or two years. And right. we've got to remember LeBron's son just committed to go to Southern Cal. Southern Cal is literally ten minutes away from the crypto arena where the Lakers play. So he wants to see his son as much as possible, and playing for the Lakers, they'll be able to see his son. He wants to a figure lot. that out. Yeah, yeah, which I I know that went into Bronny James' decision. Like, oh, family's still here, pops is still here. He'll be able to watch me play because he'll be on the Lakers. So yeah. if he knew that dad was not going to be on the Lakers this upcoming season, I don't know if that would have changed the decision making on going to Southern Cal, but it might have. I'm telling you, if you offered Kyrie Irving like a million dollars to go seven days without creating a headline, I don't think he could do it. I really don't. He's been real calm. I've liked I've liked him during the postseason. He can just create a headline out of nowhere. He's been taking this dollar to games and stuff, which he's still causing headlines because he was at the uh, Kings – Golden State series watching, and he was at the Lakers Nuggets uh-huh. series watching. Exactly. So everybody's speculating, like, oh, is he trying to get an inside scoop of these teams because he wants to play for them? I don't know, but yeah. he's just being a good dad, showing his daughter okay. Kobe like. Right. And if his daughter's in the hoops, he's taking her to some big time okay. games. All right, I'll give him that. I'll, I'll give him that credit. And uh, as a Mavs fan, I would have to be interested in that. I would. I would have to be interested in the idea of Kyrie, LeBron, and Luca. In a show together for, like you said, it, maybe it's a year or two. Yeah, you'd have to take a look. It could be good, or it could look like the 99 Houston Rockets with Charles Barkley, Hakeem, and Scottie Pippen. Oh, wow. And as long as they're not wearing those pajamas. 
I mean, you know. Pajamas. Remember those horrible unis they wore? I love those unis. Oh, I hated those. Those red, white, and blues oh. with the Rockets logo and the cord is like shooting up and you see the smoke and stuff. Those and are that, fire. And that court where the rocket was in, shooting off in one yeah. part of the court and coming back around. like Bring I, no. those back. No, I was not into those. Bring those back. <laughs> it was a weird time because we just won a championship, yet we're changing our colors. That's very odd to me because they went to those in 96. Like, right after they yep. won the championship, 95, 96, yeah. they were like, let's just complete. Like, we're selling all this merch of NBA stuff in our colors. Let's just completely go against the grain and change up our whole entire franchise so colors. So like, that was weird marketing there. All right, Zay, before you tell everybody about this FIBA World Cup, here's your update. Oklahoma did finish it out. They have won. They're going to their fourth straight championship series. They're looking for three straight in the titles, and they've won, like, 51 in a row now. Oh, <sighs> So annoying, dude. I don't know if SEC softball teams are going to try to f- file a petition or something, but this is one of the most dangerous teams they're bringing in. Well, if you, this is back to back to back. They're going for it, right? Correct. They're going for a three P. That's what I'm saying. These girls got to graduate sometime. Like I know they got the COVID year. I know grad years that too. But come on now, dude. One of those big dog players they had from last year graduated. She's in the stands this year with like three rings on. I think two of them are natties, and one's like a like a Big Twelve ring, and she's just throwing them all around, showing everybody the bling. That's so annoying. Unreal how good they are. So Oklahoma advances to the championship series. They start that on Wednesday. Florida State will join them if they win tonight at 6. All right, so Zay, we've got um, some kind of an international basketball tournament that's coming up. Yeah, the FIBA World Cup, the basketball version of the FIFA World Cup, which it's not as important uh, as soccer. Is it as corrupt? Uh, I don't know. I would hope not. Yeah, that's a good question. Because if you're as corrupt as FIFA, you need to stop if you're FIBA. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... The Olympics, that's always the one that the top dogs play in, but somebody has to represent Team USA. And in previous FIBA World Cups, it has not been good. The U.S. Team USA, they've been losing a lot. Okay, It's weird to see just Team USA losing basketball in general, no matter who plays for the roster, whether you have those top-tier guys, superstar-ish guys that we've seen in recent years, or even if you have, you know, a lot of role players. It seems like Team USA usually figures it out. But we know, look at all the guys from Europe that have taken over the NBA. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Nikola Jokic playing in the finals right now, two-time MVP. Luka has been like a four-time All-NBA player. He's only been five years in the league, so... Everywhere else, they're getting better and better, and that started with guys like Sabonis and mm-hmm. you know guys like Vadi Divac and Drajan Petrovic and stuff like that. So now that so many teams overseas have become good, and now that we know the NBA, how much these guys are worth, like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, those guys can make around three hundred million in the next two years apiece. Yeah. So so why would I be playing a World Cup event if I'm those guys? Exactly. Yeah. Paul George, we saw what happened to him in that exhibition game for Team USA like a decade ago. Right. Even though, And he's been dealing with injuries ever since then. And nobody wants to risk that. That messed up a lot of guys thinking like, man, is it worth it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, you're not getting paid for these USA games. Your name, image, and likeness. That could go into it, right? Obviously, just by and if you know, they, who if they you sell are. merch and jerseys and stuff, you don't get money off of that. Oh, maybe. 
I would assume uh, it. Maybe, but they usually don't sell merch for oh, okay. the FIBA guys. They will for the Olympics, and I'm sure that they they probably do get paid. Absolutely, that wouldn't make no sense if they didn't. So you're telling me right now we've got, what, six guys have been chosen for the team? Yeah, we got six guys that have been chosen for the team. Okay. It's not looking good. You tell me if we have a chance or not if I give you these three guys. All right, here we go. Come on, guys, come on, USA. All right, Mikael Bridges. He's on the Nets now, got traded from the Suns. Interesting start. Okay, Long go way. ahead. Okay. Bobby Portis won a ring with the Milwaukee Bucks when they won their ring a couple of years ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but he comes off the bench for an NBA team. So he's freak adjacent. Okay. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Tyrese Halliburton, the former <laughs> Iowa State ball player. Had a really good season this year. Was an all-star for uh-huh. the Indiana Pacers. Okay. Average 20 and 10. All right, Tyrese. Jalen Brunson. Okay. You know. I know Jalen Brunson, Brunson. yes. Had a great season with the Mavericks. Had a really great season with the Knicks this year. Was one of the only ones that was consistent for them in the playoffs. All right, Jalen. Here we go. Anthony Edwards, former number one pick. Mm -hmm. Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah. Solid player. Two guard. Was was one of the only bright spots for the Timberwolves during the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And to cap it all off, Austin Reeves. Hill, Billy, Kobe. The OU product who is going to get paid because of his really good season this year for the Los Angeles Lakers. That's our six. We might not win a game. Now, just to double check, did they let the Serbian team pick this team? How does this work? <laughs> or is, does the French team pick our team? I hope not. What is oh, happening? By the way, Victor Wimbanyama, he's from France and very prideful about his country, says that he can't wait to play against Team USA for the rest of his career so he could dethrone them. No goody. Goody. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, last time this World Cup happened, did who won it? Did we win it? No. No. We didn't win. I don't remember who won it, but it was 2019, and they had guys like Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum on the squad, and it wasn't good. So I'm assuming these guys are picked by like a coaching staff or a committee or whatever. Do we know who's coaching this team? Um, That's one thing I have not... I don't think so. I don't think Pop's still doing it. Okay. I think Pop, this was Pop's last year. He's done. Uh, when he coached the Olympic team. If he's, but, not, if he's not done, that's that group of six might do it. Yeah. That, might, that might send him out I the door. I wouldn't want to coach him. But to give you wow. a little context of what we saw in the Olympics and who was on that roster, Jason Tatum, Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, Bam Adebayo, who else? Zach Levine, like that team, Draymond Green, mm-hmm. and that team struggled. That team actually lost games. Yeah. In the Olympics, before they made it to the uh, tournament round, right. where they started beating everybody and end up getting gold, but nobody, we never usually see teams lose in the Olympics to begin with, except when Tim Duncan and Iverson took Larry Brown's squad in 04 and lost to Ginobili and Carlos Arroyo out of Puerto Rico, which is still a disgrace. That, that was still a disgrace. But it's giving me those vibes because those role players on that squad in 04, like Richard Jefferson, love you on TV, Rich, but you shouldn't have been on that team. That's... Sean Marion, solid player, he shouldn't have been on that team. Young LeBron, like rookie LeBron, Carmelo Anthony, they should have got more clock. And Dwayne Wade, they should have got more clock, but didn't because they were rookies. Like, it's giving me those vibes. And yeah, I love 
I'm big USA guy from USA. I think we're gonna get drove in this tournament. Yeah, it doesn't sound. It's it's such a no win proposition, man. I don't know what they should do. I don't know if they should just back completely off and let college guys go, or just do it this way and have this level of NBA guys going. But it's a they're they're in a weird spot. It, does this happen like late summer? I'm assuming after the draft. Yes, so it's July, August, something right, like that. Right. Okay. Yeah. What's gonna be interesting is those big guys from other countries, are they going to feel entitled to have to represent their country? Because if I'm with the Denver Nuggets... Because of Wimbenyama or... No, 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 no. Just because, you know, they're so prideful for their countries like Joker and Luka. Right, right. And even Wimbenyama, who should be getting ready for the draft. Is he going to play? You know what I'm saying? Or Giannis, who was hurt in the playoffs. If I'm those GMs for their respective teams, the Bucks, Mavericks, and the Nuggets, how do you tell a guy... From that country, hey, we don't want you to play for your respected country because we want you to be ready for the upcoming NBA season. Yeah, if I'm Coach Malone, I might plant a small amount of a substance on Joker so he gets mildly arrested for a little bit of time. Wow, you want a Brittany Griner Joker? <laughs> Holy cow, no, no, that is dark. We'll do it in Denver so he can't get out of town is what I'm saying. Just get it to where he's in. No, that's a tough discussion to have, but they got to talk to him about, hey, man, can we get you? You got to really. That's a tough discussion between patriotism and your NBA career. But boy, if I'm Malone, I would love for Joker to rest to rest after the season. Oh yeah, all those guys, Oof, all yeah. of them. You got to feel for those coaches over the years uh, trying to figure that figure all that out. All right, keep your eyes peeled for that. We'll see if they add anybody else to the U.S. team that is uh, of more interest than those guys. Up next, why today matters. We'll hit you with a couple of NFL notes, and we've got some birthdays to mention as well today, including a name that may end up being a starter on an NFL team. But with this team, who knows? This is the Horn. Chad and Zay. Wow. It's a heck of a weekend. Yo, I met her at the ice cream parlor. <laughs> oh, there's a lot going on. All right, Zay. Should I get this? Yes. DMX. That's right. Oh, thank God. Yes. Thank you for not saying Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main goal here. When DMX and Ja Rule come on, you don't get them confused. So D- that's always a win. DMX, that lower tone growl. Ja Rule, a little more of a higher tone. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You get a little more of a higher pitch to it. DMX. Have I done it? We haven't done a DMX album yet, have we? We haven't. Ah, we should think about that. I mean, it, it, Jeff Howe's a huge DMX fan. He'll tell me which one's better. Okay. Because he dropped two albums in 98 that both went number one. But one's better than the other. I need to ask Jeff about that. Because as a fan of things like Motorhead, ACDC, I'm trying to think of some others, Cinderella, I am a fan of a, of a naturally rough voice. Somebody that just naturally has a, a unique growl or scratch in their voice. Right. So I'm all about it. You play Accept every once in a while. Udo's voice is that way, and I love it. Some people can't stand those voices. I love them. I love them. And I love the in DMX's voice. He can't get rid of it. When he is in a, doing an interview, 
the great documentary that I watched about him in the last year. It was great. And he can't get rid of that in his voice, and it comes out in everything he does. The dude sung Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer one time, which is iconic. And it's the same voice. He didn't try to, you know, oh. make it sound jolly. He didn't make it try to sound crispy. <laughs> like, it sounded like that. And if you ever saw it. Yeah, like, damn, that's Rudolph cool. Love it. Love it. Yo, that verse that we just played, usually I don't come in on the second verse of songs. We start with the OG original verse. That second verse where he's just naming all the women and somehow making it rhyme. That's fantastic. It's one of my favorite verses of all time. What's the song called? What They Really Want. What They Really Featuring Want. Featuring Cisco. Uh, which that's when, that well. when Cisco was at his height, too. Like, Thong Song was oh out. God. That song, man. MTV Jams, MTV, TRL. That was all over the place. Those two guys might have been able to get a date back in those days. Oh, you think? Maybe. DMX, uh, George Michael, Donna Summer, Edwin McCain, and Sheryl Crow all on the show today. Plus that great Danny Brown beat that Zay started the hour with. We got a lot of stuff going on. We have determined that on Thursday we're going to do the album movie swap with word of mouth from Ludacris, the second studio album if i'm not mistaken and i have determined after viewing a little bit of it over the weekend zay's gotta see face off perfect summer blockbuster kind of movie silly beyond silly but it's somehow great by the end they land the plane and you think oh my god i just i'll go back to that one every time i see it on television i'll watch 2025 minutes just because it's so that is a movie zay where it helps me understand why i will watch a fast and furious movie ah okay face off will set you up for stuff like fast and furious because the nerdy folks the super nerdy people movie freaks will say well that could never happen in real yeah stop man we're just trying to have fun i'm just trying to have fun in a summer movie (laughs) right right right. leave me alone yeah yeah so does it have a chance because my favorite nicholas cage movie is con air does it have Ooh. any chance of being around that? Man. Okay. I'm going to say, just first thought, I'm going to say Con Air is more of a movie than Face Off. <laughs> <laughs> now, Con Air kind of, you could consider it a great bad movie if you think about it. Oh, hell yeah. But it's more, okay, better cast in Con Air. I mean, when you, you yeah, get. Yeah, I like Chappelle. You get and, bombarded with right, cast in right, Con Air. Right. So you're not going to get that, but it's. Uh, you you'll get similar feelings, but I'm 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 trying to think. Will you like Cage better? There's an argument for it because there's a lot more of him in it. I mean, he and Travolta run the whole movie, so you know you All get right. a lot of Nicolas Cage. I'd say there's a shot you'll like it better. Oh, okay. You'll, there's a shot you'll like Cage better. All right. Just a shot. I can dig it. But I do love me some Con Air, too. Oh, Con Air's so good. Put down the bunny. I do enjoy that. He does not do that bad of Southern accent in Face Off. Oh, I can't wait for you to watch Face Off. All right, uh, let's go Why Today Matters, a little NFL, and we'll hit you with a birthday or two. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. Uh, quick scoreboard update. Oklahoma did win 4-2 to over Stanford in softball. In baseball, Tech is done. 6 nothing. Florida was the final there. 
Uh, Arkansas's up one nothing on TCU, top of the second. Remember, Arkansas has to win twice to get out. TCU just needs one win. LSU up 6-2 in the top of the fifth. If that keeps up, LSU will go to the Super Regional. And how about this elimination game? Pennsylvania and Southern Miss, kids. Did everybody realize Auburn went to and barbecue in their own region? Did y'all realize that happened? Damn. Auburn went eh, eh, in their home ballpark. Zay, the embarrassment of what Texas did in Arlington, that's embarrassing. I'm not saying it's not. But the two worst ones are regional and sub, uh, super regional two in barbecues. Yeah, That's horrifying if you do that in college baseball. And Auburn just laid two eggs and were done. Clemson is done. And I don't know, I can't remember if they, they went two in barbecue, but they got kicked out of their own region. Sometimes that pressure gets the best of you. Yeah, it does. Maybe sometimes it's good to get away a little bit. Yeah, because when you're at home waking up in the same bed, doing the same routine every day, you get comfortable. Yeah. Penn and uh, 2-1 over Southern Miss, bottom of the second. Those games going on now and the TCU game underway. So we'll get you another scoreboard update before we get out of here. Uh, NFL-wise, Zay, that Buffalo defense rounding out, interestingly. Over the weekend, I hear that Ed Oliver gets a new deal with uh, the Bills, shout out to the U of H product. Four years, $68 million. 45 guaranteed, Big Ed. Damn. Go ahead. And they signed Leonard Floyd to a one-year deal. The former Ram, he and Von Miller would have known each other, obviously, from L.A. days. Now, once Von Miller gets healthy, we'll see how quickly he can come back from that ACL. But uh, Leonard Floyd uh, on that Buffalo front. Ed Oliver on that Buffalo front, and former Longhorn Puna Ford is on that Buffalo front now. Man, they're getting back to trying to be that defense that could contend for a Super Bowl. And I'll just continue to say this. All the bad luck that they had last year, Mm -hmm. I know they want to avenge that this season. Like you mentioned, Von Miller, Poyer, and Michael Hyde were both hurt. Mentioned DeMar Hamlin, Traverius White. Like, they had injuries all over the place on that defense. And then offense Defensively, just Josh Allen, I think he took a step back with Brian Dayball leaving and going to New York. Yeah. So, which it's not going to be good if you're a superstitious person because I think Josh Allen might be the Matten cover this season. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? I don't, you know, I don't believe in all that stuff. But if you look at the history of guys being on that cover and having good seasons slash getting hurt, Mm, it's not good. So I think, you know, I'm pretty sure if we go look at that list, there's guys that have had winning seasons, probably won Super Bowls. But still, that team coming in 2023, signing guys like, re-signing guys like Ed Oliver and stuff and picking up guys. If Von Miller comes back healthy along with that secondary, DeMar Hamlin, then this team, they should be right back where they want to be, and that's in the midst of competing for the top of the AFC. You want... uh... Want a week one game to check out? Let's get it. Remember, the opening Monday night game is them at Aaron Rodgers. Oh, man. <laughs> that defensive front going after Aaron Rodgers week one. That's the Remember the 9-11 Monday night right, game? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Big New York vibe? Yeah, that's what they're doing week one. Uh, something to keep an eye on. Also, Zay, I want to remind everybody because folks may be in this decision-making process like I was. I am now... Committed to the NFL Sunday ticket with YouTube TV. There we go. Tomorrow's the deadline if you want to get that sale price on the front end. I'm letting everybody know tomorrow, by the end of tomorrow, you got to make that choice. I decided for my household, in addition to the Cowboy games, I am a Bucks guy. 
my cow, uh, my Cowboys. My wife is a Steelers fan. It just made sense. Yeah, it made sense. I also, you know, I also found someone to uh, go halves on it with me, so that <laughs> helped out. That helped out too. Not but, a way to be cheap. But hey, at two hundred and fifty bucks, do the two fifty divided by seventeen. That's not that crazy. Now be careful because Netflix is cracking down on. People, you know, splitting stuff and what you could show at different households. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. They're not letting everybody get on the same Netflix account. So be careful. Okay. YouTube does that because I know a lot of people are going to try to rig the system like yo ass is just because it's the NFL. Just be careful. All right. I'm going to take the password and lock it in a safe. Yeah. <laughs> not give it, not give <laughs> just be careful. Not give it out. But yeah, that is uh, going to be kind of a cool thing this year. You don't have to have the satellite dish. It's going to be YouTube TV, which means you can watch it on a TV. You can watch it on your phone. You could watch it on a computer and all that stuff. So uh, that is something just to keep in mind for tomorrow. That is why today matters. There was one birthday I was going to mention. Oh, Sam Darnold is 26 today. Will he be playing effective snaps for the Niners this year? Does Sam Darnold find his way into important snaps? Because it feels like everybody else is coming off some kind of an injury. Yeah. Right? I mean, the safe. Purdy's coming back off an injury. Right, the elbow, UCL. Trey Lance is coming off of an injury. Yeah, his ankle just snapped in half. And there's somebody that, who else, are they the ones that grabbed Josh Johnson? Who grabbed Josh Johnson? I didn't see that, but I just know it's those three quarterbacks, Darnold, Purdy, You're right, it's those three. Okay. Lance. Yeah. So just keep in mind, Sam, I keep wondering about him. He's one of those guys that wasn't he a part of the Adam Gase problem? Wouldn't he have been in one of the Adam Gase guys? What? In- Throughout his career, like somewhere along the line, Gase was his guy. Would have been with him in, was like it? Like in New York? In New York. Was that Adam Gates? Maybe. Or am I thinking about that wrong? Maybe. It's just Sam Darnold. He has not lived up to that number yeah. three pick that he was. Remember all the hype that he was getting coming out of SC? It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. No, he did. Josh Johnson, Ravens. My bad. Okay. My bad. That makes sense. Ravens are stacking up quarterbacks there behind uh, behind Lamar. But uh, keep an eye on Sam Darnold, 26 years old today. Happy birthday. Also, uh, musically, one of my favorite drummers, Nico McBrain of Maiden. He's 71 today. Mark Wahlberg. We'll throw him into the music category. He's 52 today. Marky Mark. Marky Mark, Mr. Good Vibrations. El DeBard. Was 62 yesterday. Yo, that's a pretty brother right there. Happy, but he is a handsome dude. <laughs> I saw a recent picture. He is still really good looking. Yeah, that doesn't go away. No, you don't just become ugly one day when you look like Elder Barge. And also, Zay, speaking of pretty folk, Angelina Jolie had a birthday yesterday. <laughs> and for the folks that don't know the name, look up Bar Raffaele. You know that name, the model? No. First name Bar B A R. Last name, R-A-F-A-E-L-I. Israeli model. Wow. Okay. I think somewhere along the line, she might have dated Jeter. I think that's right. Jeter's such a Mac. I think that may be right. on, But Bar Raffaele is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Happy 38 to her yesterday, 48 to Angelina Jolie yesterday. If you're into good-looking ladies. You have a favorite Angelina Jolie movie? Hmm. Uh, The one that got me in was The Bone Collector with Denzel. Okay. Yes. Wow. I couldn't take my eyes off of her. Yeah. 
She was captivating. Yeah. That's the first time I saw the whole thing with her, man. The delivery, the face, that incredible smile of hers. The lips. The incre- yeah, those incredible, like, full lips. And you're like, what am I watching? She was she great. She had short hair back then, she too. Had that, that was short hair, Angelina. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very serious movie, very creepy movie. But that's probably right up there. Now, the Laura Croft movies are good. Oh, Tomb Raider. That, I was about to say that. We should put that on the great bad movie list because you get to watch her in sexy outfits beat people up for an hour. Yeah, like running around Egypt oh, and stuff. With that accent? Yeah, that's Come good stuff. On, man. That's good stuff. Now, I was about to say that. Mr. and Mrs. Smith's cool, but yeah. Tomb Raider, man. I think I've seen that movie like two or three times all the way through, and I still don't care what it's about. I don't even care at all. It doesn't matter. Let's just watch her. She's awesome. All the acrobatic scenes and stuff. Oh, my yeah. goodness. She's fantastic. All right. Uh, coming up, we'll get you stems and seeds. Before we get out of here, one more check of that baseball scoreboard. Uh, tonight is when the Aggies face Stanford. Deep down, Longhorn fans, what do you want to have happen? We'll talk about that one more time on the horn. Uh, I like a long hair, thick red pound. Open up and up if they Chad and Zay. Wow. I'm not going to ask him to repeat that. It sounded a little, <laughs> a little close. All right, Zay. Do I have any shot here? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we've already reviewed one of his albums. Ooh. Um, Lil Wayne. There we go. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. You're going to get me trained up yet. Lil Wayne, DMX, George Michael, Donna Summer, Edwin McCain, Cheryl Crow, the Danny Brown beat to start the hour. This week, I'm going to check out Ludacris' second album, Word of Mouth, the second album. Make sure to emphasis on the F there. Is the F word on the album anywhere? I just got to get ready because I'm, so, say it, I'm so scared of language on albums. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good. A lot. That's what I expect, right? A lot of good sexual content from Ludacris. Oh, yeah. A lot of swearing. Yeah, he's all over the place. Okay, there we go. And Zay's going to watch the movie Face Off this week, which I'm very, very excited about, as we are now on this weird... We didn't intend to do it. We're just on a run of really great bad movies. You started it with Blue Chips, and then we've just gone back and forth with great bad movies, and it hit me. I was going to have you go Golden Child. I think I still have you... At some point, we will do the Golden Child with Eddie Murphy, because that's one of my favorite bad movies. But Face Off is an all-timer. Wow. It makes me smile every time I think about it. I saw it pop on the TV this weekend. I'm like, oh, that's it. That's I've, it. I've always seen like promos and covers of the movie with one of their faces on each side, <laughs> like half of their faces. So I always thought, like, are they becoming Ooh. one another? I don't know. But <laughs> I never got around to it. It's one of the most preposterous ideas ever. And then somehow they do it and you end up loving it. It's so great. It's so great. It's like finding out, like somebody comes up to you with a food idea and you would have never thought of it, but somehow it makes sense. Yeah. It just ends up working. You're like, well, I would have never thought of Captain Crunch with root beer, but let's give it a shot. Oh. And then it ends up being great somehow. It's like, that's what Face Off is. All right. Before we get out of here, let's get you stems and seeds. We'll hit you with one more scoreboard update first. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks. By the way, Chad, somebody tried to guess your password for YouTube. Peanut Butter and Reveille 01. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare all of you? 
That's unnecessary. Uh, by the way, uh, softball, Oklahoma took out Stanford, so they don't need an if-necessary game. Florida State and Tennessee will play at 6. If Florida State wins, they'll join Oklahoma in the championship series. Baseball, Arkansas up one nothing on TCU, bottom of the second. LSU end of 5, they're up 6-2. They advance if they win. Remember, Arkansas's got to beat TCU twice to get through there. And Penn is up on Southern Miss. Top of the fourth, four to one. They would get through to the Super Regional if they win. And of course, tonight it's Texas A&M and Stanford. Uh, the winner will play the Longhorns. By the way, Tech lost earlier today too. If you missed that, six nothing. Florida beat Texas Tech. Florida advances. Zay, A&M and Stanford. Who you rooting for and who wins it? Uh, thumbs up, I guess. You're rooting for the Aggies. Will they win it? Sure. Yeah, bring them down here for you, right? Yeah, that's what I really want. Again, if I'm a Texas fan, there's two the regional part of it, you're not having to get on a plane. Plus, say, in the end, you're that close in sort of rankings. You get a little bit of an advantage in everything I've looked at, and you get to put your history and your brand in baseball up against the Aggies. I'm an Aggie saying this to you. I'd want that argument if I'm you, yeah, not me. And it's just great for college baseball. For me to win that argument, I think tonight they're going to have to win like 10 nothing at Stanford and get some people on the committee on their side. Damn. Because otherwise, everything I'm looking at says Texas. Everything I look at would say Austin. So there, there's not like UIL games playing at the dish? Like these state championship games? No, that's – the 4A games are at the dish. That's true. Yeah. That is true. And we laid those out earlier. Let me see when they – when are they doing those again? They're doing those – well, hang on now. Wednesday – no, 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 no. Wednesday and Thursday. You're clear by Thursday. As long as the weather stays away, you're clear by Thursday. They could go play on Friday. Okay. Yeah. So you're fine. Cool. You're good there. We'll see what happens. 8 o'clock tonight, it is Stanford and Texas A&M. Stanford wins it. Texas has to go out there. If A&M wins it, the committee will let everybody know late tonight or early tomorrow whether it will be Austin or College Station. We'll be back tomorrow for a Tuesday show. Ball Don't Lie is coming up with Rod and Harge. And then Soccer Matters with Glenn Davis comes up at 7 o'clock. If you haven't checked out that Monday night lineup, go ahead and do that. If you miss anything, hornfm.com. Be safe out there on this Monday. A little wet out there, depending on what part of town you are in. Be careful. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.